I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Oh, yeah, Bob. Yeah, so we're in. Shit, I did that by accident. I think that's probably what I pressed. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, wait, one second, because I have to do this, and I can't. I have to do this properly. I can't just come in here dry. You know what I mean? I can't just come in here dry. Can't do that. It's a roadman's hymn. It's a roadman's hymn. I came in here, East Africa was playing some Kano. I said, yeah, this is the right vibe to pod in. Now, actually, what was you playing first? This, yeah? Brown eyes. And I said, yo. As soon as I walked in, it's brought in some memories. And I was like, rah, bare people wasn't outside. There wasn't outside. Do you know what is mad, actually, yeah? Even thinking about that, yeah? What was it? Something happened. Oh, that's what it was. I'll bring it up in a different conversation, but there's a lot of people who actually don't know um, the story about... See when um, Stormzy says, what does he say? Um, the backup dancer line, when he's talking about the backup dancer and then like... I started seeing people on like Twitter and that saying, oh, he's looking down on backup dancers and that. And I was like, oh shit. Oh yeah, of course. Because like, it's been so long since the incident happened that people have actually forgotten or may not even know where that bar actually comes from because there's a whole thing behind that. But that's a conversation for another day. Can I just say, I'm so happy to just be in love with this scene. You know that? I just love... Wait, can you feel it? Feel what? Can you feel how much I love it? Yeah, bro. You, when you talk about it, you're still smiling, bro. Like, it's different kind no, of... No, I love it. Eyes are glistening and that. And I love learning about it. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I love learning about it, but... I think, like, even going back to this year, Kano Brown Eyes, it just goes back to the time where, like, everyone was pretty much just doing it because it was fun or because they just thought that they were skillful or because they just wanted the, the competitive element of it. Everyone just wanted that. Do you get what I'm saying? And then, obviously, Kano started coming and doing his thing. Anyway. Read him up! Watch him now. I love it when you put your back on my front and my things come alive. 
Oh my God. I remember one of the first times that happened to me at carnival, absolutely sensational stuff. <laughs> but you know, I'm not even getting into that yet, but I remember when I walked in and we was playing this, what you said to me, what was it you said? Like, what, you had an older brother or something, or a sister. Cousin. Older cousin or sister. Cousins. Cousin, sorry, yeah. That was playing this. And this was your introduction to it, yeah? Talk to me about that. Because you know what? You know, I was thinking to myself, like, the benefit of having an older brother or an older sister or even cousins that are just so tapped into what's going on is massive. Yeah. Um, bro, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I maybe got, they probably got like six or seven years on me. So they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were outside when I was still had to be inside, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. through them, I was able to experience like the aspects of outside, as you share. Like, Do you remember the first Kano rhythm? Do you remember the first Kano tune? Nah, I don't, don't remember the first Kano tune. Was you introduced to, K- to Kano like, via a set or via songs, though? Because that's the next thing, isn't it? Because I think enough people, depending on how far back you go back, enough times you'll be introduced to someone through a radio set. Like someone might give you a flipping something where you're hearing man on radio just spazzing out, or even on the, even online. But now, obviously, you'd be introduced to people through tunes, innit? it? Yeah, intro, 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 introduction and then being a fan is different. Like I I heard him at that age, but I w- I didn't really like it wasn't really a thing for me to listen to, bro. My sister, I, I lived with my my sister listened to pop, bro. I should listen to pop and that, bro. Serious pop. It was oh, in love man. with Bradley from S Club 7. Oh, yeah, you know one of them things? ones. Oh, shit. So, oh, right. shit. <laughs> but big up, sis. Yeah, I want to be shout out to sis, though, still. But, no, Obviously, but, you like what you like, innit? You know what I'm saying? But she was, she was big on the R&B thing, so that's when I was... That's okay. I'm saying Destiny's Child, Mystique, Amory, them. But did she like... Okay, so did your sister like... See, like, the R&B thing? Mm. But then when she heard tunes like this, would she like it? Like, brown eyes? I wouldn't hear it in the house. Oh, at all? No, not really. I would have to rap was when I went to my cousin's house rap and grime was when I went to my cousin's house right 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 right, right, right. and then it got to a point where like you, you're introduced to the internet because internet was for us in what year eight year seven times yeah yeah and then when you're into the internet now it's now it's up to you like it's now it's for, for you to find out so then right. you steadily hear a song your friend introduces you to this you like this guy and yeah. you start building your own you slowly start to delete the music that was given to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you start to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear that still. So, I hear that. So hear then that. that's when... That's that was that was great. So you slowly start deleting the music that was given to you. I hear it. Yeah. I hear that. Like, Kane, I was introduced to him. I wasn't introduced to him, actually. I just flipping... Like, I used to always just listen to radio, innit? And then, like, I just loved Nasty Crew. And he was a part of Nasty Crew. And um, and then I just started following it. Like, I just tried to get as much sets as possible from Nasty Crew. Because I felt like I weren't seeing, you know, like there was a lot of, there was a lot of um, sets of like Dizzy and Wiley floating around and that. And like, best sets of other people. But I always felt like I never got a lot of Nasty Crew sets. So anytime I ever got one, that was like gold dust to me. I just used to batter it. And then I remember... When um, I before I met Kane, I've told I've mentioned this a few times before, but this is just more for the newcomers than that. But like, I remember the first time I met a couple members of Nasty Crew early on, yeah, and it was at a radio. It was there was a radio show. It was an internet radio show, yeah, 
and I think it was in Slough, and it was like ahead of its time, bro. Like no one was doing internet radio like that. Like so, even then, it was like. I don't know. I think man might have just been doing it because they just maybe have liked the guy who what set it up. Actually? I can't even remember. Honorable shout out to AJ though because it was him and he's still around. I might even see him later on today because I'm DJing at Gram MCFM and him and Jay and me are, are still very close. And so I see him a lot. Um, but he was ahead of his time. Hmm. Asian guy had a, it was like he set up the, this internet radio in a shop. If I remember right, it was like, it was like it was in a shop anyway, yeah. So anyway, I had my crew, Fatal Attraction, get me, Cheeky, Chucky and Carty, yeah? <laughs> that was our team, yeah? So, but he loved us, yeah? But then he also really loved Nasty Crew. So he's brought in, um, Jammer was there, D-Double, and I can't even remember who else was with them, yeah? So anyway, now- when you guys were there. And we was there. What was that saying for you, bro? It was tense. Do you know, it's weird because it's like, in my heart and soul, like, I listen to these man and D doubles there. Do you get me? Mm. Like, that was a massive thing for me. But, obviously, we're young and man can't show that, like, I'm a fan of man like that. Oh, <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? So, it wasn't tent. It wasn't like, oh, we're, it's a beef. But it was evident, like, we're from West, these men are from East. And there wasn't much of a... There wasn't no hugs. You see, like, sometimes when you walk into a place now, whatever, man, like, boom, bam, yo, what's going on, brother? Even if you don't know someone, you might just spud and say, yeah, cool, whatnot. Two men are young in that. Like, we're there. They've come in afterwards. And it was just, the tune's already running. And it was just like, yeah, like. No nod. It's just a light nod. It was a light Sutton. So anyway, now, I'm thinking, right, like, we're all going to go back to back and we're just going to vibes or whatnot, yeah? Mm. Because that used to happen enough times. Enough times used to go to a certain area. After like, one time, I remember we went to Kilburn. We was in Kilburn one time. I can't even remember the person's yard that we was in, but there was bare people there. Flirter was there. There was enough MCs that were there anyway. And we were all, I remember we was all standing around in like some sort of like circle and people were just passing the mic. You get what I'm saying? And So I'm kind of thinking that this is what was, is going to happen. So our DJ's running some tunes and whatnot. Me and my dons are like MCing and that. Then like, I think... Carty, either Carty or me, went to pass D-double the mic, yeah? As we're going to pass him the mic, Jammer's kind of on the vibe of, nah, it's all right, you hold it. Like, it's cool, you, man, do your thing, innit? So we're like, all right, cool, boom, still chatting some lyrics, whatever. These men are just standing there. Then Jammer came on and started running some, I remember he had some dub plates, yeah, um, of his tunes, like instrumentals and that. And then as he was playing them, he kind of just took the mic, Gave it to D-Double. D-Double starts murking. But I'm sta- I'm not on a vibe of like, I'm going to grab the microphone. Yeah. And do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? If I was going to go back into time, yeah. I'd have taken the microphone. Because you know what? Like, that's a testosterone thing. And it's an ego thing. And it's a, it's a proving yourself thing. And because we didn't do that, I think it was a, a reason for them to subconsciously, because I don't think it was a conscious thing. I just think it was like a more of a separation thing. But subconsciously, I think it was like, yeah, these men are not, le- they're not levels with us like that. Whereas if I would have just taken the mic and just given my mad lyric or whatnot, D-Double might have felt like, wait, hold on, is he trying to 
thing, then it might have been a... And he would have murked me. Don't get it twisted. He would have murked me. <laughs> but I think the respect would have been there yeah, yeah, in yeah. the fact that I've grabbed the microphone and now I'm going to try and do my thing. But we just left it. So anyway, he starts proper murking or whatever. And we're just standing there. And then I think after a while, you know, like we kind of just got the message that, rah, this isn't a... But this is like a... Our set, then their set. Our set, then their set. And I, years later, Jama came on the pod and we, I think he didn't remember it. Obviously, it was so long ago. But he did say that at that time, it was like they felt like they had to protect their members in a certain way. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? And so he was, he was, he went, when he's seeing three men that he don't know or four men that he don't know, he's, they've come out of East London. They've gone straight into protect mode. They've gone straight into protect mode. So from then it was like that little, that that separation there. I think had we, yeah, that was interesting. Then anyway, a little later on, I went to Freezer FM. Freezer FM now had, at this point, they had a radio, they had like a radio set up in Rainer's Lane. Yeah. And I can't remember what I was doing there because I, I don't think I was doing a set there. Either I might have been running some tunes before or I might have been coming there to pick something up or whatever. And I saw Kano. I saw Kano in there and I see a bunch of other men. It was Bear Man in there. I think, I think if I remember rightly, um, Black Ops was there as well, which was Johnny Cash and Dreddy and that, yeah, were there. And I'm sure... I'm sure it was them and then Kano was there. But again, you know, it's mad. Like, you're young, like everyone's MC and everyone's on that thing or whatnot, yeah, but no one was really on that. Yo, brother, like you're cold, yeah, man. Like you're proper sick. Yeah, yeah. Like, as much as I wanted to do that so bad, yeah. that's just not what we really did like that. Do you know what I mean? Rude it was fine. competition or not. And I think once, the comp- once you showed that you was willing to compete, that's where the respect was. Do you know what I mean? Everyone was there then like, okay, cool. Yeah, your levels. Like, come to the radio set or come to this set or whatever it may be. But there was just something about being around the East MCs that made, that just made it a bit different. Hyperfen and Marcy Phonics, though, who were from West London, they were very bullish. And like, I think for them, they came and they were like, yo, yeah, we're from West and there isn't much West MCs in that, but we're not about to let anyone think that we're just some dickhead guys. Mm. So they were placing themselves in these situations and murky and Bashy. Oh my God, bro. Bashy early on, Bashy had like um, uh, a, a cockiness and an arrogance about him. Yeah. Which was weird because you know what? Speaking to him, and like some people might say that, some people might disagree with this because it just depends on how you know him, yeah? But when I had met him, he it was nothing but love. But see the microphone thing? Oh my God, bro. Let me play something from Bashi so you can get an idea of like, just the way, his clarity and the way that he's saying things. Wait, let me go and get something here. There's a thing. If you go on YouTube, he is... Let me see if I can find it. He's outside and I think he's with Master Steps. And um, I'm going to find it here. He was promoting his Chopper Chops mixtape at the time. Yeah. And he was walking around. He used to always walk around with... Um, he used to always walk around with a Chopper Chops lollipop. All right, I'm going to have to pause this so I can find it because I definitely want to find this. Let me see if I can find it. 
What's the steps? Oh, mate, don't tell me I can't find it. I was watching this literally, like, at the end of last year. I was just going through... What was it like? Like, you know that these guys are great now, these grime legends. Right? Yeah. These grime and... What was it like seeing them that night? Did you see the greatness in them? Like, looking back at... Here we go. Sorry, keep remember that question. <laughs> Risky Rhodes, watch him. Right, listen to the way that he's barring. that clarity in it yeah and like he's in the camera murking bro but he like that he was another one he used to put himself in these environments here where like he might be the only northwest mc there amongst bare east man and that and he's not having it i think even like i'm gonna speak to him about this one day when he does come on the pod here but i'm sure there was a time where he was at freeze fm and he was going mad on Wiley or someone. He was going mad at someone anyway. A man turned up to the radio station to try and confront him, innit? But it was, the door was locked and whatever. But it would be good to hear his perspective on that. But your question was, what was you saying? Um, Seeing the greatness. No, as in, as in, did you, did you realise it when you first saw them that these guys are different? Like, like... The same way, like, in football, you might see a, an 18-year-old run with the ball and you'd be like, oh, this guy's fucking cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But compared to another 18-year-old, he's like, oh, he's good. He's, he's a footballer. Like, he's going to do well. Like, yeah, yeah. Did you see that in them, man? They're like, did you see that these guys are going to be levels above everyone else? Yeah, because they not, a lot of the time they were. Like, enough of them... It, like, it spoke for itself, innit? Like, when you're listening to radio sets and whatever, you got a gist straight away of, like, who was Premier League and who was not Premier League. Right. But you know what though? What we you didn't foresee was what was gonna end up happening in regards to like certain levels of success after that because no one was doing it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like no one see like now, at the moment, like the the level is in regards to like success, not just music, but I'm just saying like what we might see as success is Storm mm. Stormzy just done the O2 Arena three times in a row. Yeah. yeah. Now you know what, you might be able to see like a, uh, a young artist or whatever or MC and you could turn around and say, you know what, one day you are going to go, you're going to fly. You could potentially do a that. You could do this, but there in those type of arenas. Then there was, there was nothing to, like we couldn't look at that and say, oh, like you're going to be the, a version of or you're going to yeah. be this. We couldn't see it. You just couldn't see it. Man, Dennis! Fuck one! This MTV meeting was too long, but we gotta get oh, that bread. But Jesus Christ, fam. MTV got me there for nine years. 
Um, East Africa was asking me because we was when we, when I got in here, yeah, was playing some cane and One vibes thing. in. Before you talk, look at the swag. This is getting out of hand. Like I've had enough of me. I understand you're talking oh about Kane, God. but let's just talk about me. <laughs> we talk about Kane, oh, he's on Top Boy Bear things. He's doing his thing. Yeah. But what about me? Yeah, no, it's proper. Let's talk about me today. First of all, shout out Daily Paper. Shout out Isaac Tremaine. Oh, honourable shout out to take Isaac every time. Yeah, strongly. Take that one off there because I was just letting them know. My bit for the community. And you know, sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt no, you, yeah, on, but you but you know what it is as well. Yeah. This is not just a shout out to um Isaac, you know, the quality of what you lot produce over at Daily Paper. It's not a joke. Sensational yeah. stuff. I watched the T-shirt. It comes back the same tea. Exactly. It don't come back something different. Honestly. No, it comes back the same tea. Now I've got the I've got the Burberry on. I wore this. The know, Berber. Because I wanted to just match the hat and. Someone's like, I feel it over there now. Right, with the, with the, the what do you call that? The man bag thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, I've got the little pouch, the Burberry pouch. With, Strongly. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's inside there? Is that a Burberry wallet? Oh, strong. Yeah, wallet. I hear it loud. I'll fling that back over there Meme. as well. Oh, yeah, that. And now I'm ready to chat. What one, Chucky? Listen. What? So when I walked in here now, East Africa was like, we were just talking about Kane or whatever, and just, I was talk, just talking about some old school shit or whatever, yeah? But he asked me a question. Did I see the greatness back then in Which like mean? in these guys which was the interesting thing I, f I think i knew where he was taking it so i was answering it by saying that like you see now with all of the different things that people are doing and all these different places that people go back then we couldn't foresee that so like i could always look at an mc and say he's in the premier league like i always knew that and you always would listen to an MC and be able to tell, yeah, he's levels or he's not levels or whatnot. But the only th all we were matching it by was just how good they were, not where they could go. So even though I looked at like D double as special, and I still look at D double as special to this day, yeah, I I didn't look at D double thinking, oh like, oh, he's gonna be a legend or you know he's gonna end up just doing a whole bunch of shows or whatever. I just looked at him as a golden MC. Do you get what I'm saying? But the kid of it is your, your your immaturity to life at the time and how young you were, you do not understand the way you recognise them today is the way they were. Yeah, yeah. Like, put it this way, there's two different eras, isn't it? I respect every single era of music coming out because you always find gems and every single era has pros and cons perspective. Right. So it doesn't even matter. The era that Kano came from, the era that me and you are privy to watching, it was the era of individual, uh, individuality. Yeah. It's a different era now. I can appreciate that. And I, I love the people that persevere through this era. I think they're incredible. Um, the individuality era in grime, it doesn't exist now. It's not an individuality era. It's a, how do you conform? But like, it's almost like lying to people. So like, <laughs> how do you lie to someone to say you're conforming, but in actual reality, you're, you're not. not? Like yeah. Dave, he lied to people very, very well. But in actual reality, he's not conforming. He's just a superstar. Right. And you have no choice but to bow down to his yeah. whatever he happens to be doing. He may have immersed himself in particular sounds and so on right. so early on, but here we are today. Sold out shows. I think he just done Amsterdam or Germany? Sweden. Or, no, he, oh, he, oh, he, did, he was in France. He just done France. I spoke yeah. to a girl. Bonjour. Now, with Kano... Vous vous voir? Oui. Can we not agree Kano was the best of his era at one point? At yeah. one point, he by far the best yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. album, all of that. That led me to believe he can be wherever he wants. Because the tools that were given to you within Grime mm. didn't give you the Home Sweet Home album. But you gave me the Home Sweet Home album. Yeah. That means you've interpreted this situation 
for however you want. On nine to five, you said, all I know is a nine to five ain't cutting it. Damn, I think, damn, I work hard. You really think it's luck in it? They say it's not what you know, but who you know, sharp is how hard you work and how good you flow. Right. I'm ripe and ready. I'm good to go. He even speaks about like being a footballer. And he goes, what does he say? Ah, oh, it's about toilet. I got lazy and less enthusiastic. I stopped training and turning up for matches. I started sub as the manager's tactics, but when I did score, I used to score hat tricks. And th- so my whole thing, and now I'm in the music biz, I yeah. just feel like he feels like anything he applies his mind to, he knows he can do sick. Yeah. So because he gave that to me on nine to five and because he gave that to me on that project of Home Sweet Home, I never doubted Kano for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was other people I did doubt. I knew musically they'll do well. I do. I knew as a character within that world they'll do well. Yeah. But Kano was one of the few people I looked at and goes, He's a star. Yeah. I just didn't know what doing well looked like. Okay. Because I didn't foresee what that, like, no one was, no one I liked was doing what people would consider well. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. Like, everyone was just, it was just about, you know, I keep saying it, it was just about fun, vibes, whatever, and whatever, everything else was a bonus. Do you know what I mean? But, like, I never doubted their, I ne- Kane in particular, I never doubted his ability to make a project. I didn't he, he was, really past that though. His music videos, P's and Q's. I didn't see a video like that. Man just walking. But what was the other one with um, the Mitchell brothers? Typical, typical, typical me. Or would you want to do um, routine check? Routine like, check. Any of these videos, Kano is acting. Yeah, he's yeah, playing yeah. A, yeah, like yeah, He's yeah. in typical me wearing a suit Shit, getting dragged up by bouncers. I forgot about that with like, him. Um, remember me, about? he's in a sweet shop dancing. Like There was such a variety within the videos and, and the way he presented it. All it let me know is that he can play various different characters. So, yeah, honestly, like, on, bro, I used to say Kano was the older cousin oh, that I wish I had. Like, yeah, this yeah. guy is, he's sensational, bro. Let me see if I can play the verse on this, actually. I've not heard this in a long time. Let's take his tune. Um, it was his verse on um, Routine Check. He, that, that, that verse is cold. What the hell is this? Adverts, bro. Oh, no, what I the hell to- is this? But I need to just pay the peas, innit? Yeah, he was cold, bro. Um, honorable shout out to him um, for the new role that he's got as well in the Daniel Kaluuya thing. What's it called? Um, I'm gonna find out. The kitchen. That's it. Daniel's such a legend as well. You know, like how can you be so talented and be down to earth? I can relate to Kano, <laughs> but I've seen Daniel K 2015, 2016, and I was looking at him like, rah, bruv, you're acting sick, bruv. I've seen a couple... T- yeah, he's cold, bro. He's, he he's certified. To, he walks up to a man like, hey, poet, how are you? And yeah. then he's done, obviously, the film that I, I you know, I watched him uh, get out, and I was like, oh, my God, this is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He's seen me after that with the same energy. Now, this is what Daniel doesn't realise. Let me do get out. When you see me, I might call my PA and say, talk to them first. <laughs> Vet them properly, innit? Vet Dan- them first. Dan- Vet them like, first. Do you know what I'm saying? He's like in blue jeans and a white tee, keeping it normal. Yeah. That, ja- that um, 
um, jacket that he wore at that award show the other week there. Jesus Christ, he looked like a flipping African king. No, I hated it. You hated it? Yeah, I mean, I what You I didn't like it. it? No, no, no. I told Mark as well I didn't like it. <laughs> I thought you looked like an absolute king in that. I can't remember what Find I said it. about it. Let me, let me see what I said. So what, did you tweet about it? No, no, no. no. I wouldn't tweet about it. He's, he's, my, guy, he's my brother. But I told... <laughs> that's it. I Put said, a picture the up. jacket looks like he has a carpet attached. Oh, my God. But that has nothing <laughs> to do with Daniel. He didn't give birth to the jacket. He just wore it. But yeah. I hated that jacket. Did you, yeah? Yeah, yeah I wanted to fight it. <laughs> almost, almost phone bouncer and said set up a boxing match with that jacket I've had oh enough my of it I said set up a boxing match with a jacket yeah. I had enough of it I had enough of that jacket <laughs> well go on now nah good. man sorry I'm late bro I had a little meeting at MTV you know how we good. do we've got the new show with Snoochie coming out oh, every yeah, fortnight the last one was with Kenny Allstar I'm filming the next one tomorrow I think we're back outside <coughs> Snoochie's looking sensational yeah, man. How many episodes say. is that? Have you done it all already? Or no, no, no. We're filming all the way to the end of the year, December. So, oh, nice. like, that's going to be dope. Um, MTV for, like, five years now, so... You've been doing that for five years? Come on, my brother, man. Ross Clark. I need to stop playing down the shit that I do. I don't even talk about it when I think about it. I've, I started watching all my content. I don't talk about nothing I do. I'm always talking about everything else. This is what I'm doing. Right. I'm presenting on MTV. I've been doing it for five years. I've done your MTV raps when it came back. I am sensational. Maybe this is an insecurity of me just saying it to myself and we can feel good. No, nah, bro. Or maybe a... I'm just shaking juice in my right hand because I think I'm sensational. No, that's, bro, that's a great look. Come Honorable on. shout out to Snoochie as well. Come on. She's good vibes. She is certified vibes, actually. So, honorable shout out to her. That starts, that comes out from when? Next uh, couple of weeks. So, the first episode airs this Friday with Kenny Allstar. Uh, I think Koji Radicals did a performance in it as well. So, shout out Koji. And for the Koji. next episode, you know what we're pushing for? Blade and Trap. Oh, and if I'm going to do MTV, it has to be it makes in sense. terms of the truth. Yeah, yeah. And Blade and K-Trap just released a, a sensational tape. Joints. Um, K-Trap and Blade are sensational humans. Uh, the Trap Star collaboration they've done. Proper. Yeah, they've they've gone back and used the, t- the traditional um, Trap Star logo. I love that. I love that. Oh, yeah, I think it's sick as well how that has now become like a proper sought-after thing because that was a standard thing at one point. Now it's like that's the occasional rare drop. It's the rare drop. Can I shout out Clint? Because I feel like he had, an, he had a, a bit of a say in the way we start distributing things in this country when it comes to sort of like the live Yeah, setting. go for it. What do you mean? Like, in what sense? Well, the way that uh, Trapstar did it, it did have an element of Clint Cortez to it. I hear to you loud. I hear you. So because of that, I would like to give him a special shout out for pioneering something which loads of people are now using. And that's not to say Tra- Trapstar wouldn't have used it prior or may haven't done something prior, but I feel like he's one person that's definitely polarised that way of communicating your brand and it's nice to see everybody doing it and i just want to just you know uh credit the god clint yeah i don't i'm wearing a little something from them it made sense who clint yeah yeah, yeah. come on man you guess know, who's on the front of it you already know who that is and what's your name come on man this I, is why you're my brother mate, you know what I mean? if you don't know you don't know you wasn't outside it's fine <laughs> that's my new saying that, it's funny. That's what I'm saying. From now on, I'm never going to feel brutal about you not knowing something. Are you yeah, outside? Are you outside? It's fine, man. It's a society sometimes. I don't know what that is. Are you outside? Yeah, man. A society guy, innit? Can't know everything. Yo, man got his head slapped off. <laughs> That's a bit of a bad segue, innit? <laughs> hey, I didn't even, oh, even, even want to... <laughs> I didn't even want to introduce it like that, but you know what? We we don't. Where time is of the essence as well, by the way. But <laughs> great song, by the way. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, time is of the essence for me. What do you reckon? 
What do you think about this? Honestly, Chucky. All right. So I start from the beginning. Come on. I woke up. Mm -hmm. I was in Sweden. Come on. Right? Enjoying myself. Come on. Right? I've gone online. And I, um, the first thing I saw when I went on Instagram was th this clip. Yeah. I just saw this clip, yeah. I see <laughs> Chris Rock saying something. He's like, obviously doing his thing or whatever. Yeah, I heard a joke, yeah. I, I, can I put it up? I think it's funny. Okay. I, I didn't, under, to be honest with you, I didn't even understand the joke to begin with. I think it's inappropriate. Because once I found out the condition afterwards, I thought she just got a, a level one. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was her own choice. <laughs> then I would laugh. When I realise it's not her own choice, I can't laugh. Right, I hear that. Well, I c no, no. I laughed, but once I found out everything, I was like, if it was me... Anyway, carry on. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, because this is the thing, yeah? There's so much different angles to talk about with this in regards to outside of not just them. And that's what I want to do. Because I don't want to just focus on them. Because mm. I think there's a lot of talking points in it still. Anyway, Will's gone and slapped him, yeah? And my first immediate thought was, rah. But if I'm being honest, yeah, when he slapped him, that didn't like, I didn't feel much other than Ra. The only time when I actually did feel something, yeah, was after the second time Will Smith said, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. And it went back on to Chris Rock, yeah. And it was that silence for me. Like, cause he said, yeah, I will. And then there was that silence or whatever. And then I felt uncomfortable. Like I felt uncomfortable. Cause I'm like, I think at that moment I started to realize like this is actually, you know when you, I, I'm just seeing something happen. I'm not processed this. When he's gone and slapped him, I'm not processing. This is a whole award show. This is in front of the world. This is, I just think, I'm just seeing, I just see a man get up and just slap a man in it. And I'm just thinking, right, that's mad. But the silence made me process it more. And when I, when I processed it, I didn't rate it. I didn't rate it. So then I started to like go back and I'm trying to find other things like what was going on, like what, like what is this about? So I went and I've like understood the joke and then I realised oh like the medical condition and whatever and whatever else. Now, we can have a conversation about dark humour, but firstly, I didn't even know that um, she had alopecia. I did not know. Um, and I saw a lot of people talking about that, which did make me ask like how much people other than her own fans knew this? Mm. Other than people that watch the red, it's the red table talk she does, right? Yeah. Other than the people that watch the red table talks, I'm sure she's probably talked about that there. She talks about everything there, yeah. This chats. How yeah? How much people would have known about this? Which then speculation made me think. If a lot of us didn't know about it, even though Chris Rock is Chris Rock, he's still a human being. Is there a chance that he did not know that she had this condition? There's maybe a chance. So, which then made, I don't know, like, then I started thinking about the other aspect, you know, when I started seeing people talking about protecting their wife and this, that and the other. And I'm like, listen, I'm so on that. I'm so for this protecting of your missus thing. I am. And so on some level, I, I hear it. Like, I hear it. When you see something is inappropriate or whatever, you feel like you need to address that. I get it. But the losing control aspect of it, I didn't rate. I feel as though, and I and I know that like, you know, we all go through these different emo these different emotions. And also, I don't even know what's going on behind closed doors. I I've, I've already got these 
these the speculation that Will Smith is super stressed out anyway. So I'm when I'm seeing this, when I when I actually did process it in my mind, I'm like, this isn't a slap for Chris Rock. This is a man who is frustrated about of many different things, and he took that slap out on Chris Rock. Yeah. Now, I'm gonna let you go in a second, yeah. But no, keep going. But um, uh, I lost my train of thought. This is a man that's not frustrated at the incident. He's frustrated, frustrated with Chris Rock. Happening with Chris. He's frustrated at everything, and he's taking it out. And he's taking it out. Right, the losing control element. Mm-hmm. For me, Will Smith has the ability. He has the ability to, in a world class way, and off the whim, off wit, go up on the stage because he. I'm sure he knew he was winning an award. If you ask me, he was sat right at the front. These lot of boycotted the thing before. We know how these awards shows work anyway. They've probably let him know in some way. Yeah, before he's gonna, he knows he's going to yeah, win something. Yeah, He hasn't won it yet. He has, in my opinion, the wit to be able to go up on that stage after all of that's happened and completely obliterate Chris Rock if he wanted to with words. And if he did that, depending on how he executed it and what he had to say, I'm sure he would have said a lot of, or could have said a lot of buzzwords that would have made a lot of people say, yeah, do you know what, I hear you. The protect, remember he went up on, he, ex- he accepted a speech and one of the first things he mentioned was, you know, this person being a protector, a protector of their family and whatever else and he was crying and whatnot. He could have in that moment really checked Chris Rock and I think that that would have cut through a, a different type of way as opposed to the losing control element. For me, losing control isn't always the vibe. It isn't always the vibe, especially when you're a big man. But a stressed out man in a stressed out situation with the world on your shoulders, I can see how something like this could happen. The last thing I will say on that though, yeah, before you go, is that one of the things that really irritated me the most, yeah, about it is with all of the context being put in the pot, the thing that probably touched me the most was that it was a black man that went up and slapped a next black man that he knew was not able to do anything back because he slapped him. You know, if I slap, bro, if I slap you in your face and I turn around, I'm gonna lightly look back a little bit because I don't know what poet might throw back. I know that there might be a little, there could be a something where we might have to kerfuffle. If I know that you're a, in my head or if I see you as a pussy, oh, if I slap you, I could just turn around with big confidence and walk back to my seat because I know, do you know what? You're gonna do nothing. And for that, I can't rate that. I would have made an August joke right afterwards. <laughs> One on my kid's life. I'd be like, right, you're doing this in March. Imagine it was in August. Oh like, I'm not my God. on it. And I'll tell you why I'm not on it. Oh I'm not God. on it. Because one thing I say about Chris Rock, this is not special treatment. This is not special treatment. He does this to everyone. This right. is not special treatment. Right. So I feel like, well, you gave him special treatment because when things have happened in the past, you've not done anything about it. This is the first time you've had a unique situation where you've, you've and this is your unique situation. And if this is like, I know if you've done this to certain rappers, this is their response all the time. So clearly this is called frustration. Mm. And what we're doing is we're isolating the incident. It's too easy to isolate the incident. Mm. Just because it's on a commercial, because it's, it's with the Oscars, 
we're not the Oscars. We're niggas. So let's start talking about us being black people and how we've consumed this content of Chris Rock and Will Smith, two people that are from the community of black people. Let's take a look at that content and then say, how did we get here? Let's right. not do what other people can do and just go, it's the Oscars. Why are you doing this at the Oscars? That no. doesn't solve anything. No. So let's talk about the issue. The issue is Will Smith has been frustrated for a very long period of time. You don't need to be too close for you to realise that because mm. there's been a change in his behaviour patterns. Mm. So growing up, I've seen Will Smith as the fun guy, having a good time, so on and so forth. The problem was there was no social media. Mm. So half the things that you've done, you can hide. On top of that, some of the things that you've done, which potentially people go, whoa, this is a bit weird. You've done so much things after that, we can hide it. Mm. You can forget about it. When you didn't apparently didn't look after your son, no one knew who your son was and your son comes back. Because it happened at a time yeah. where uh, social media is not privy, yeah. Now your son's just here, we're cool. Yeah. But guess what's not cool? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Red table talks. Because that's happened at a time where social media's here. Hi. And he goes, and she goes, entanglement. Now from that moment of entanglement, I've seen you block several people on social media because they all Has promote he? it. Yeah. He's blocked certain celebrities. I think he blocked um, fucking Little Duval. And Little Duval came out and said, hey, if you done it to me, I'll sue him. Like... You've blocked several people for making jokes about a situation that you put in front of the camera and you're not a serious guy. You're a man that has a laugh. So because that's the energy that you give off and I imagine you've made jokes about several people from Fresh Prince all the way to Men in Black to Independence Day. I reckon you've made several jokes about people. Now we're here, the joke's on you. Yeah. But guess what? You've never lived in an era where there's social media where you're making jokes where you can make a joke and someone throws it back at you. Now, you, when you were making jokes, you by yourself. Guess what? We're not there no more. If I make a joke, someone throws it right back at me. Mm. It's all about response now. Your response is very difficult to consume for the simple fact that you eradicate everything and just isolate the situation. And that's a weird one because I definitely would have defended my wife at the time. Yeah. But I never would be a Jada. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is Jada. Let's just not pretend it's not the problem. Every issue you've had in the five, six years that has gone past has been a problem you've had to adopt from your missus. Now, me personally, I just genuinely feel from the experience, listen to me, I've been through it. I'm telling you, if you are rolling and one person is giving you that many problems who's beside you and half the problems you go through have got nothing to do with you, guess who's the problem? The person Beside you, it's all good and well saying Will Smith has to protect Jada. Jada, you gotta protect Will Smith. Two. And you've been doing a shit job as of recently. So if the job has been so shit that someone now attacks you and Will Smith protects you, what do you say about yourself, Jada? You didn't protect him when my man's coming out talking about he's jealous of Tupac. The nigga is dead. You didn't protect him when you're out here saying entanglement, August Alcina. You haven't protected your husband in a very, very long while. You really didn't even stop him doing. You didn't even stop him doing Wild Wild West. Mm. Like you haven't protected him. I stopped him from doing Wild Wild West. But now that yeah. the time has come for him to protect you, he's done what any good man should do. But he's done it out of frustration of you not protecting him. So the execution of it is this. Right. And I go to myself, if you protected your husband for all them years, I wonder if that incident even manifests. And even if it does, I wonder if you deal with it the way you do. That's just my perspective on the situation. I'm not saying though. anyone's wrong. I'm just saying circumstantially, Jada, if this is your husband, and this goes out to everyone, if that's your partner, you see when they leave that front door, don't let them leave pissed off. 
Because I tell you what, there ain't no fucking stress like the stress from your partner. Do you know that protection part here is really interesting because it does feel as though, it does feel as though since all of that has happened, it does feel like there has been a lack of protection um, from her part in regards to him. My nigga, August Alsina has made a song called Entanglement. He hasn't been slapped. This is years ago. This guy was your son's friend. He then banged your missus and made a song called Entanglement and came out and said that he loves her. Like, I get why you're frustrated, but that's got nothing to do with Chris Rock saying that your wife looks like G.I. Jane. Like, I'm looking at it on the scale of two situations. Your wife looks like G.I. Jane because you got alopecia. Your wife came out and more or less protected August Alsina to a certain extent. I'm not saying, actually, no, wrong. Protected August is wrong. Protected the situation that she was involved in. Yeah. And I think the only thing in life that allows you to move forward in the best possible way is honesty. And if you can't be honest with your partner, if you can't be honest with your fucking baby father or your baby mother or the people that are the closest to you, your brother, your sister, your mum, you're going to encounter problems because guess what? That person ain't going nowhere. Right. If I lie to a stranger, guess what? I'm good. I never got to see them again. If you lie to someone that's in your fucking house, you've got to deal with it the next day and the next day and all you're figuring out is a new lie to get past the next day. And look where that leaves Will Smith. Yeah. Crying on a red table talk about entanglement. <laughs> yeah. Writing books saying I was jealous of a dead man. I don't think he would cry that day, to be fair. He did cry on the did day. Did he cry that day? My brother, don't you remember the eyes? Don't you remember the eyes filling up with water? Because I can get it up for you if you want. People were making him look like Michael Jordan, bro. Remember the Michael Jordan teary eye thing? Oh, yeah, I remember Will Smith that, was up there with that. So I'm saying to you that <laughs> the memories I have of Will Smith growing up is an absolute legend. And shit ain't been the same since Uncle Phil died. Uncle Phil, chat to your nephew! Yeah, I hear it still. <laughs> Will Smith is in a complete mess. He's crying out for help. And all we're doing is saying, well done, Will. It's not well done, Will. If yeah. we really care about Will, it's Will... I understand you might lose a lot of money, but fucking break up with Jada, bro. All she's doing is giving you problems with the same trim as Cisco. I'm not on it. <laughs> Don't laugh. She has alopecia. See what I'm saying? No, nah, but I'm you know what though? This is what. I'm, why are you laughing? Right. For? It's wrong. Don't laugh. Well, laugh. okay. Do you want to do this then? <laughs> no, do you want to do in this? In your though? Air Force is for 175 pound. Let's do this though because my brother, my brother, the. <laughs> That's a conversation, like dark humor. For me, I'm a, I like dark humor, bro. I do. Like, I've liked, I like comedians who toe that line. I do you do. like, is dark humor accepted at the Oscars? If you employ- Is dark humor accepted at the Oscars? Yes. It's accepted at the Golden Globes. Yes. Is this the Golden Globes or yes. the Oscars? Yes. The Oscars is one of the highest ignorant to the world prestige events in the world it's not like the GRM awards the GRM awards the reason why I want that to be famous is because it's real mm, it's a real depiction of what's actually happening the Oscars is a fabricated thing Chucky told you he probably knew he was winning an award before he won the award Definitely. but then walks up on some I can't believe I've won this like if that's the venue that you're acting in then leave dark humour to the side that's Hundo. what I personally Hundo, I agree with you what I'm saying is the Golden Globes is, is on that level it might not be the Oscars might be creme de la creme mm. but that, that next layer down Grammys and all that Golden Globes is there bro and Ricky Gervais for the past two three years has been absolutely saying the wild what colour is Ricky Gervais no this is so what colour is Ricky but Gervais because when problem. Ricky Gervais said what he said there was no white on white crime they called this black anger so what I'm saying to you is 
Will Smith and Chris Rock. So who's problem? They have a response. Do you know what the killer is? Yeah, and I'm not even saying this is right. You know, bro. I'm not even saying like that. They like it's right. I'm just saying life is what it is. You can Mm. deny what life is, or you can just accept what life is and try and find your way through it. Mm. None of us are exempt from the science of life. None of us are God. There is one God. So don't try and be so different that you are God. You're not God. If this is what happens at the Oscars, this is what happens at the Oscars. If you're going to change what happens at the Oscars, it has to tie in with the restrictions that the Oscars gives you. This is not a black event. It's got nothing to do with black people. We're wearing suits, black and white suits. That has nothing to do with black people. Talk about traditional outfits. You'll see what the the flipping venue should look like. So first of all, we're stepping into someone else's field. And then an individual's made a joke on stage. And then you've gone and slapped your fellow brother. Half of the people there probably, well, that's laughing, bro. They're just laughing at us, bro. Laughing, laughing, laughing at us. Whether it's right or wrong is a different conversation. But what I'm saying to you is when you're in that heightened position, I believe you have a responsibility. Yeah, you have a responsibility, bro. All of them, bro. All of them do. All of them do. That's why I can say to you, should dark humour be the Oscars? I don't know. Should you be slapping man to the Oscars? I don't know. I I wouldn't recommend either (laughs) of them. (laughs) To be honest with you, I wouldn't recommend either of them. So... Can I be honest with you? I would more recommend dark humour from a comedian at a award show than I would recommend someone slapping a man. And because you know why I, I say that? Do you know the why I say that? I agree. Because Will Smith is not an MMA fighter and it was not an MMA show. You are you have someone who is hosting an award show who is a comedian. And if Ricky Gervais can go up there and do that, then so can he. And let's be clear. Look, I can't tell you how to react. Ricky Gervais was worse, by the way, as well. Right. 20 times I can't tell you how to react when someone says anything. I can't, yeah. But from my perspective, that joke was light. No, to be honest with you, I can't tell you how to feel. Right, that's it. But I tell you one thing on my mum's life, bro. This is not even me thinking I'm bad or anything like that. But if I made that joke, a man slapped me, I'm not going to fight you back. I'm going to make another joke. Right. And another, another one. And another one. You're going to think I'm DJ Khaled. I'm going to not The whole stop. show. The whole show. The whole show is now dedicated. Back, I might come back and go, yo, everyone, by the way, I've just got this new G.I. Jane for God. I want to show. Like, I'm going to go mad. Well, you know, someone made a joke, someone made a joke with them earlier on in the show. You know Same that? Same Um, I can't even remember what the joke was. It was a meaty joke here, yeah, but it, was, it wasn't him. It was like, these people were up on the, on the stage or whatever and someone made a joke about Jada and Will or whatever and that everyone laughed and it was just a media... It was just a media thing, yeah? After that happened, every joke that might have been go- directed in that way, in that part there, was scrapped. But I don't think it should have been. I think it should have been amplified, in my opinion. Amplify it. Now, Bust the next one. Bust the next one. Do you remember what happened in 2016? No. Oh, wait, Chris no, Chris made more jokes previously about Jada. Yeah, they but were. why did he make them jokes? Why did he make them jokes? Why? Well, it wasn't because of Will. Will's boycotted the Oscars yeah. because she he thought he deserved to win something. Them. She boycotted them as well, right? But why would you come out and say you're boycotting the Oscars? That's like Southampton saying I'm boycotting the Premier League. No one is turning up to the Premier League to see Southampton win it. That's kind of Let's what, that's what he was saying as well. Let's just be honest, bro. That's kind of what he was saying. So what I'm it? saying to you is like, I get your support in your husband, but you ain't got to do it like loud and proud. Understand who you are and understand what you're saying. So I wouldn't come forward and say, I'm boycotting the Oscars. I would just go, I'm not attending the Oscars as I don't think they're supporting my my partner. That's just me. I ain't got nothing against them. But right now, this year, they ain't supporting my husband. No point of you being honest, I'm boycotting and then you're there 2020, watching your husband slap someone. Like, it's all bollocks. Like, I can tell you, 
I boycotted the mobiles in 2013 or 2012 or 2011 because yeah, yeah. it was done to Rich. Mm. I haven't been back since. Mm. I can show you the emails inviting me for the simple fact that eventually, I'm not going to never go back. But I don't feel comfortable with you bumping my bridging, seeing a whole plane of Tottenham man going to fucking Scotland to see my bridging get embarrassed on stage. Mm-hmm. I'm not on that. I don't care what you offer me. I'm not going because I'm a man of principle. Mm. And as far as I'm concerned, you've done my boy Rich Fruity wrong, so I'm not coming back. You, on the other hand, Jada, you're on this I'm boycotting thing. You're back six years later. Right at the front. Right at the front. Pretending you didn't want to be there. Like, cause I just think, well, all of, fam, Whitney and Scribs are right. I'm going to say it every day. Go on, what do they say? Everyone's crazy. <laughs> the dark humor thing anyway, yeah, because remember the dark humor thing, that ends up being a conversation as a whole. He shouldn't have made a joke about that. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have done this. He shouldn't have done that. So then obviously you can then already see just through the way that people are talking, yeah, who understands dark humour and who doesn't understand dark humour. We are moving into a place where everyone is sensitive about something or they pretend to be sensitive about something. Everyone goes online, oh my God, I'm really upset about X, Y, and Z. Can I be, this is the one thing that I'm going to say this early on. I'm going to say this early on. Um, because I know I always do this late. I always say, if there's one thing that anyone needs to check out, there's one thing I do think that people do need to check out. Go and watch the intro to the Flagrant 2 podcast with Andrew Schultz. Uh, For one minute, for one minute 58, I think, he does a roast of um, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. And to me, it is absolutely sensational. Who does it? Um, his name's called Andrew Schultz. He's a podcaster. I know Andrew Schultz. Yeah. The white man that does it with Charlotte and God. He absolutely, he obliterates them. Now, for him, because he's a comedian. I don't yeah. know if you know that. He's a comedian. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's funny. He's, he's very funny. For him, it's, that's protecting the com- the art of comedy mm. and the comedy honour. Yeah. For him, in his mind... Oh no, hold on, wait one second. You lot are all co-signing this slap thing and that and you lot are trying to diminish this this dark cube. Oh, we're, not, we're not allowed to say these type of jokes now. Okay, well, how about this? Hold this one then. Two minutes of absolute slanderism in a funny way, yeah? yeah? Now, obviously, some people will watch that and be like, oh my God, I can't believe that he said this about that, that and whatever. But yo, for me, as, as far as I'm concerned, Comedians do or provide something that will make you say, you know what, I really, really like them or I really do not like this person. The best comedians can be quite polarizing. The, for me, they see like some of the comedians that are like the most known and the most popular, they're like, can be the most safe and they're not necessarily for me. I'm not really into safe comedy. And I'm also not into, while we're here, actually while we're doing this, I'm so past the fucking, the stereotypes of Jamaicans and Africans and all of this type of shit. I'm past all of that. I'm past that. But I'm a big man. So I get that some of you lot are, you know, just jumping into this funny comedy world and whatever. And some of you lot are doing that. But you know what? A lot of you, your grandparents were born here now. So So I'm past the slapstick. (laughs) I'm past the let's take the piss out of black people. Right. Take the black people's culture. But when someone is... Said they look like but dark humor. I'm on all of it. I'm actually uh, on all uh, of it. Now I'm not gonna like it all. I'm not gonna like it all. But you know what? I might like some of it. Don't like as as far as I'm concerned. If something can be funny, you can make funny out of everything. It just depends on where you're at in your life. 
Wow. Because really, truly, the G.I. Jane Joe doesn't make money out of no one's pocket. It's not detrimental to anyone. It's not. It's as bad as you want to make it. You could be, listen, if you, if, you if can Rule be Smith upset said, about it. Do you know, if Will Smith, Smith done this, 1-0. Right. Game over. No one, even, no one even talks about it past that point. Yeah. The only people that talk about it is who? It's who? It's the internet. No. What do you mean? Because you know if you go out of your missus and someone says something funny and you don't defend her, when you go back home, who's the only two oh, people to talk about? Jada and Will. Yeah. But then I say to Will, how many times have you had awkward conversations? So yeah. aren't you just tired of having the awkward conversations? I know you're going to give her half of your fortune and you're one of the richest, but stop valuing money and stop valuing God and sanity. Give it to her and tell her fuck off, bro. I understand you love her, but I cannot understand the concept of loving someone that consistently... And do you know what? I'm only seeing the heightened examples of disrespect. There might be bare love. There might be bare love. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, there could, there could be. I'm ignorant. And I like bollocks. And guess what? I don't think I am. How about that? I think the heightened versions of disrespect that I've seen, I don't think Will Smith should tolerate. I don't. Before you say, yeah, there's a there's a there's a slight conversation or small conversation to have on emotional intelligence. These these two, in particular, project emotional intelligence. They're always sitting around. When I hear Will Smith talking and I hear Jada talking, they always, because there was a time when we sat down and my feelings was, and you know, they, that's how they talk, right? I hate and a lot of this, term. and a lot of this I is that term. when my feelings was, Ugh. and we had the therapist coming and, but so when Chucky, we sat down Chucky, and we, Chucky. then I realized you had to be over there. Then I had to be over here. And then you brought your here and I brought my there. And then we was here. What is emotional intelligence? Please so, explain to me. What is that fuck? Cause that is the most idiotic saying I've ever heard. Please tell me what that is. Break it down so I can go, oh, actually I'm the idiot. Right, so, so emotional intelligence for me now is, there's times when I, I, like, admittedly, myself, I'm feeling very, very delicate. For whatever reason, I might have a lot of things going on in my life. Um, I might just be feeling a certain way about things, yeah? Now, in this delicacy, I know that it's not going to take much for me, for my mood to change or for me to get upset with someone. You could say something, you could tell a joke to me, you could say something to me, something could just go completely wrong and all of the emotions that I'm feeling inside, which is bigger than you, it's got nothing to do with you, it's just how I'm feeling, is gonna make me blow over the edge. Okay. So because of that, you know what? If I'm gonna be around, let's just say you, for example, while I'm feeling really delicate and you're up and you're jokey and you know, you're know you in your bag of take, you've, you know, you're, you've just come out of filthy fellas, you're on full smoke now, but on a jokey one, I might, not put myself in that situation to be around you. Or I might work out like what, like in what dynamic right now or what capacity right now can I be around you? Is it, is it a thing of, you know what, I might not go here, but I'm going to go there. Or I might just check you for 10 minutes and not do the two hour thing or a bunch of different things. But I'm just doing that because I'm protecting this, this here, see this anger, I'm protecting it from busting up and doing a complete madness. To me, that's emotional intelligence. Because can we label it something else? Because I just think it's still a stupid term. Can but do you, it, all right, do you understand what I'm saying yes, when I say that? Yes, can we that? call it emotional awareness? And then being understanding okay. what to do with that awareness. Because intelligence is something that, I just don't think you can put emotion and intelligence in the same sentence. I don't think you're dumb for not understanding that. I don't think you're smart for understanding that. So intelligence has nothing to do with it. I just think, are you aware of self? 
and I just I think intelligence like this is just for me personally maybe I'm taking it too serious and yeah. someone else can but I just I think that term is the most idiotic thing I've heard in my life but I think emotional awareness is good and understanding what to do when you're aware of your emotional state is important but to label it as intelligence I don't want anybody at any capacity to feel that they have to be a certain level of intellect to understand themselves I think that's crazy I think you need to be aware of yourself it's nothing to do with intellect this is my opinion and I think you're I saying the same thing though possibly but I'm, if I'm aware of something I don't have to be intelligent to know what it is intelligence is you need to know the answers awareness is a completely different thing I can be aware I'm in a bad state but to so say so that then what, so then what do you do you have to reevaluate re what to do right that's not intelligence bro yes, that's just nah bro intelligence is knowing Intelli if I have the intelligence for example you if someone goes to we have intel that this person's done that that means you have information that lets you know this person's selling drugs I'm saying to you this situation here is you're aware what's the, you're you're because the intel will tell you we got to do this is it you don't even know what the hell to do when you're going through certain emotional states so I don't even want to say intelligence because you could be seventy years old and still not have it yeah, that's, but that's okay like this is the, the I think what you're saying because I get what you're saying yeah you understand what I'm coming it, from. It, like it sounds as though when you're saying intel if you don't have it it makes you seem as you're you're less than mm. but it, you're right. you're, you're, you're right you're right that like sometimes. There are certain situations that you just don't know. Like, you, you're feeling a certain way. You don't know what the solution is. You just don't know, yeah? And that doesn't make you, in my opinion, and in your opinion as well, stupid or nope. inferior or less than or whatever. But, like, from a, a like a general sense... Because you know what it is? The, the, from the, a general sense, like, having intelligence is... Yeah, but then the opposite, what's the opposite? Because I'm saying to you, awareness and the opposite is being unaware. There's nothing wrong with that. But I don't think you're unintelligent for not knowing something emotionally. That's just crazy. I yeah, think you're I, unaware. But you're, do you know what though? I think do you you're, I'm I, I get I hundred percent. Because I don't you, like that but terminology. You're, you're weaponizing the word. That's why I feel like you're taking it that way. Because intelligence and emotional state shouldn't be together. Yeah, emotional but, state. But not having in bro. This is the thing though. Intelligence it, is like when we talk about weaponizing happened. the word. Because you're, 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 right, you're right. You're yeah, right. You're right. And from? I'm with you. Trust with me you. when I tell you. I'm with Come you. Come on. It's a but see with the the weapon the the weaponizing of the word. Yeah. Yeah. Like by doing that, you're like, you're like. How do I say it? Like, it's a because. Cause look at we it like weaponizing it makes it seem as though it is an inferior thing. That Let me look at. Let's look at it for the incident. A situation has manifested where Chris Rocker says something to Will Smith. I think he's emotionally unaware, unaware of where he is. Emotionally unaware. So therefore, when he does what he does, afterwards, he's gathered information and gone, bloody hell, my emotional state has driven me to do this. Right. I'm aware now that if I'm in that state, I ain't doing that no more. Intelligence will make you feel like I wasn't smart enough to understand. No, because... That's not something you can go up and up a book and say, um, I'm intelligent, I've read it. Like, you have to go yeah, through that yourself. This is, this that's is, awareness. That's the, so this is the Do thing. you hear me? That's the weaponizing. Because it's okay. That's okay. For me to turn around and say, like... Just call someone... I'm at, I'm at a, all right. I'm at a comfortable... For me to call I'm you a, unintelligent, yeah, is that cool? I didn't have the emotional intelligence to deal with certain... Um, like, certain a certain way. See, for me, I'm okay with hearing that because you're probably right. I probably didn't. But guess what? Guess what though? Guess what? I have the information now. I know that when I'm feeling this type of way, this is the possibility of how I'm going to react. So for now, because of that, and because of who you are, and because what is around me, 
I'm going to make the right choices or the right steps to make sure that I don't put me in this predicament. Yeah, because I, remember, it's not about you. I what, know. what happened with, with Chris Rock wasn't about Chris Rock. That was about him and how he felt. And just to what you were saying about um, the, the Jada thing, like, I'm so with you on the protecting thing, but I will also say that, like, a lot of that is just his fault anyway, if this is what is going on, because that's not Will's, because at one point, there has to be a point, yeah? yeah. And bearing in mind, we're speculating. We don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And they probably might have the best relationship ever in life, yeah? But I'm just going by what we see. At a point, at what point do you turn around and say, this is not serving? I love you to bits. Yeah. But this is not serving me. I don't think it'll be intelligence. You'll just be aware of yourself. You'll be like, I remember when I was younger, I felt this. And now I don't feel that no more. I don't think that has anything to do with intelligence. I just feel like if you're aware of your own self-development, you will go, the stage I'm at in my life right now, I don't really like it. And you'll have a discussion to figure out wherever you're, the, you uh, are. Which is the intelligence part. I don't so think the that's aware, So the awareness, sorry, the awareness is one aspect of it. You could be aware of something, but you might not necessarily know how to do Like, I'm aware that I'm feeling some type of way, mm. but I might not be, I might not know how to deal with that. If yeah, I know how to deal with it. saying, I'm aware that if I walk down this street, there's about seven guys that will beat the shit out of me, but I would never know if I wasn't made aware by going down the street. There's no way if I can say if I didn't, if I don't know that there's guys down the street and I go down there and I get into the problem. I'm not unintelligent. I just didn't, I wasn't, I'm awareness and intelligence is two different things. So I'm right, saying but where you're going to a space that you don't know, have no information on and there's no way to obtain the information, I would never say you're unintelligent. Intelligence is kind of a choice. It's kind of like if I'm going to choose to be ignorant about something, that's a choice. If I'm going to choose to be intelligent about something, I'm going to go and get the information. In situations in life where Wilson has been slapping no one is unintelligent. Nobody's aware of what's going to happen. So you need to do the situation, get the awareness, and then you're like, now I'm aware that's going to happen. I won't do that no more. I don't even think that's anything to do with intelligence. Just to push your, you just me? to push you back on what you're saying, yeah. Right, push me. When you yeah. said that you're, <laughs> when you said, I might be aware yeah. that you're going to go down the street, but you don't, you're not sure that you're going to get beaten the shit out of. Yeah. You can't control that because that's their behaviour to you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what nothing to do with intelligence. So Will Smith and Chris Rock cannot control the way in which they respond to each other emotionally and they'll have no way of knowing no, that, how it's going to pan out. That's a false equivalency. Okay. That's enough. a false equivalency because you're talking about the, the act of someone else. If you're talking about the act on yourself, if you, if you use this example, if you said, you know what, I'm aware that there is um, 20 men down the road that are moving a certain way. Yeah. But within me, I know that I'm fully on smoke. Yeah. I know if someone says anything to me in a certain type of way, I'm, I'm, I have the capacity to kill someone in that environment. Russ. Yeah. The intelligence part is you saying, I'm not going to go down there mm. for your safety. Because if I come down there and you say something to me, I might take your head off. So I, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down that road instead of this road. That's the, that's the, you know, that's the equivalent. Fair enough. I would call someone an intelligent with facts. That's still not a fact. So to me, that's not intelligence. Intelligence is a fact. I know this is this. Oh, you're intelligent. I know if I go down there, I'll beat them up. I can't call you intelligent because you might not. So therefore, you're aware that you might beat them up because you're aware of how strong you are. But it can't be a fact. But we can agree to disagree. I'm comfortable with that. Were you saying I, South Africa? <laughs> I was, which I was actually going to say, like listening to you, like over yeah. my period of life, yeah, you're yeah. very much all on the vibe of like protect your own. 
have yeah. to protect your own. Look like you like we look after each other. We do what we need to do. Like you said, bro, that Oscars is a majority white space. Hundred, right? That's why. That's why you see all the things that are happening to Will Smith. No one in our space is saying condemn Will Smith. We're just saying we get why it happened. Yeah. Everyone outside of it is saying right. condemn Will Smith. Could you talk with a little bit of chest? Yeah, no, no. I'm gonna talk with chest. Yeah. I'm gonna talk with chest. Yeah. I'm gonna talk with <laughs> I just need a little bit more. Do you get what nah, I'm saying? I'm gonna talk with chest. No, nah, right, okay. basically, what I'm trying to say is, right. yeah, on, family. Although Will was wrong in action. Right, not theory. I think we all agree with in action. Yeah, yeah. I think Chris Rock was wrong to make a joke out of his brother in a majority white space. I don't have a problem with dark humor. This is why I said to you, I agree with that. You don't make that joke at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BT. Do you know what? I might allow it. The Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The space which is created by white people for white people. We've been arguing for years that we can't win awards there, and then we're gonna go and put down our own brother in that. Space, yeah. that's weird to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. In a black film, go ahead fam. If it was like a black film, set on the hood, all of that, you made a joke, mm. I hear it. Yeah. You've done it in a space that is not our own. Yeah. So you're basically saying to an ignorant group of people, laugh no, at Jada Pinkett. I'm yeah. not on that, yeah. but I'm still not on Will Smith slapping him in no, the face. 100, 100, I'm not 100, on 100, any 100, of 100, it. 100. Did you know where I'm coming from? Yeah. But again, I'm with Chucky. The reasons why I personally feel this exists in the first place is because the space Will Smith is in. I guarantee you, and I guarantee you, if Will Smith doesn't slap Chris Rock, I don't wake up and see anything about it. Yeah. That was just another 30 seconds (laughs) in an award ceremony that no one cared about, no one had an opinion on, no one's gonna do. We're not even here talking about it on HC Podcast. Mm. But because Will Smith slapped him, he thinks he's protected her. What he's done is opened up a conversation about his emotional state. Yeah, yeah exactly. He exactly. fucked himself over. Yeah, 100%. You can dance to getting jiggy with it for fucking 20 nights in a row, my nigga. I still don't think you're getting jiggy with it. How about that? I'll, I'm, I'll be honest with you. The moment I saw that video of him dancing and singing that, to me, that was a man who was trying to take the gloss off what he did. Yeah. Let's get. Let's have it right. How many rumours have you heard about Will Smith, fam? I've heard he's bisexual. I've heard he doesn't... I heard, even... yeah, we heard he got caught in bed with a don, apparently. We got, heard he got caught... I remember the film that he done where he was sleeping with a, bunk, a bunch of men. We got, we've heard that back in the day... like. Well, he's acting. He's, I know he's acting, but my <laughs> thing is this. My problem is I don't know what's getting to him no more. I don't know, innit? I just know what problems exist within the community of black people. And I know that if you exist consistently around them, there's a number of things that you could do mm. which potentially puts you in a bad mental state. Mm. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying this is life, innit? And he's gone through bare of them. <laughs> bare of them. And I just think at some point now... You slightly lost me with that piece. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is with Will Smith, yeah? yeah? He's gone through so much yeah. that I get him slapping someone. The amount yeah, of problems yeah. he's had to go through and get over. Man said he was jealous of Tupac. That's right at the start. Yeah. This nigga's got... Then you're talking about the rumours about his sexuality. That was pretty much at the start as well. Yeah. Then, even before that, he was broke. Yeah. Like, when we're getting to the point where now he's thinking, where's the point where I'm just chill? I've got the family. I'm the richest. I've got successful children. I've got all this. And I can still come to an Oscar ceremony. And my brother's telling me my missus is in G.I. Jane because she's got alopecia. I get why he's frustrated. Like he's yeah, not getting know, a break. Do you know what? Do you know what though? I think also this is why this is another reason why we'd have a problem with the slap. The slap yeah. too, yeah, is because you know what? On one hand, I could understand how if your missus is going through something 
and behind closed doors, you are seeing how much that is affecting her. It's affecting her mind. Like she's putting on a brave smile. She's putting on a brave face and all of this type of stuff. But at home, she's completely broken to bits. Yeah. Every day she's crying. You're dealing with the brunt of that or whatever it may be. Someone then says a joke and you feel sensitive about it. But guess what? We didn't know what happened behind the closed doors. I didn't know she was on the floor crying every day. I didn't know she was feeling some type of way. I didn't know that it was affecting her in this type of way. So now you're slapping me for something I didn't even know about. And these times, Jada tells you everything. She tells you everything, but right. the one thing she won't tell you about herself. Well, she did. She has talked about that, I think. I think she has talked about that. And I'm, Did she I, talk about it properly? I, from again, oh, this is speculation, but I saw yeah. people talking about the fact that she had mentioned that, like she talked about it before, and she said like, "All I got, like right now, all I can really do is just laugh about it." That was something that I saw people talking about. Is that what she said? Yeah, that's apparently what she said. So then someone else laughed about it. So why don't she laugh about it when they laugh? Right, and this is the thing, yeah. Even though I agree, with, I'm now fully with you on this as well, yeah. I agree about the jokes thing or whatever it may be, but in the great, I didn't watch the show, so I didn't see I mean, what who got what jokes, but. In my opinion, although I believe that everyone should get jokes, it did seem to me that the joke that they got was very meaty. It would be interesting to see what jokes everyone else got. Because if he went hard on everyone else, but had the mentality of, you know, everyone's going to get these jokes. But he went hard on everyone else and he gave her a little light something. You're just supposed to hold that one there, To man. me, a G.I.J. is like, a light joke. That's a light one, man. What, a little a young barlet. You look all right with a barlet anyway. There's enough more I've seen you with a barlet, Jada. I've seen you with the barlet. I'll tell you what works, Jada. I'll tell you what works. Jada think it's buff. Grow a beard then. Pass back my hat, man. It's 270 pounds. What the fuck am I doing? (laughs) 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 What the fuck's wrong with you, cuz? What's wrong with you, Chucky? That's a yellow. Oh, I said grow a bit. Yes, I hold a yellow. Yeah. That, oh, yes, a yellow. You're on a yellow. Hold that. You're on a yellow, big oh, man. You're on a hold yellow. Hold that one man. there, man. Everyone gets these jokes. I get short jokes all the time. I can't control that. I have to hold that. Do you know how much jokes Sometimes I get? Sometimes if a thing, it's a barlet thing. Do you know how much jokes I get, big man? <laughs> That's got nothing to do with me. Other people. I'm in the Will Smith situation. I get so much jokes about I haven't done anything. Mm. And you know what I gotta do? Hold my corner. Right. And do you know how you gotta hold your corner? Because I'm making jokes about other people. This is it. This is it. You just gotta just understand. As long as it's a joke. That's what Chris Rock would have had to have done. If someone then started to roast him, he would have had to have held that. But it's a joke. Hold that. Do you know what it is? My thing is this with the intent in it. Chris Rock. Do you know what Chris Rock even said afterwards? Ah, that's light. And I was like, do you know what, Chris? It is. Like, in in life, in life, if someone says you like G.I. Jane and you get angry, you're childish. Mm. On stage in front of an audience of people, I understand it's a completely different thing because now you got Alec Baldwin, a certified murderer, telling me I'm wrong for slapping someone. My brother, you killed someone on set. (laughs) If you had no hair and you got away with it, that is a bald win, Alec, 100%. If you got no hair and you get away with that murder, that's a bald win. (laughs) So I don't understand how now you're out here chatting about someone slapping someone in the face. No one's dead. OJ Simpson? Excuse me? Should Will have wore a glove? I don't understand this. Yeah, he's taken the absolute And that, piece. that Chris Rock and Will Smith have to take some responsibility for. If the joke never happens, the slap never happens. Look, OJ Simpson definitely shouldn't be saying anything anyway. Nah. Because you know what? But the slap if OJ Simpson was um, Jada's uh, husband, we would be having a complete different thing at some point down the line because... 
Anyway. OJ Simpson has children he doesn't claim. Some of them Kardashians are his, allegedly. I don't believe they belong to Caitlyn. How about that, OJ? Oh, you shit. stick out of this. You stay out of this. It's got nothing to do with you. You've already shown who you are in the community. It's got nothing to do with you. OJ Simpson. That man's wrote a book about if I did it. If I did it. Take the if out. Just call the book. I did it. He's taking the fucking piss. <laughs> we can establish that for us. I don't I don't think, I mean, it's hard to, to gauge. Everyone's too far is too far in it. But that one to me did not seem like it was too far. In the, in the type of comedy that I like, I just don't think it's too far. Also, I do think that like, I hope that we are moving into a place here where comedians feel like they they don't feel like they can't joke about certain things because wow i think that, that i think we're going to that place i think we're getting to that place i think that like it will be interesting to see what the new crop of comedians are like do they are they at a stage where they feel like they don't care and they're just going to say they things and make a joke about stuff or whatever yeah, or they don't care are they on that thing of oh, I don't want to? They don't care. Sorry to cut you. I've seen that they don't give a fuck. They're worse than fucking Chris Rock. Really? Shit, I've not. Bro. Do you know what? I have not come across any. I ain't come across any um, new crop of comedians anyway. Really, to be fair, and the new crop of comedians that I'm coming across at the moment are just not really my type of comedians. I'm gonna send you this thing on YouTube. It's called Roast Battle. It's these new comedians that have like loads of like they have these judges, actual comedians. Yeah. And the shit they say, bro, about each other. It's it's like one on one. Yeah. I have to roast you, and the winner like moves on or whatever. But East Africa, do you know what people don't realise? Comedy evolves. No, comedy has evolved. Yeah, yeah. So I would say Specs is a person that contributes to comedy. Yeah, yeah. Will Smith wouldn't last five seconds with Specs. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. One thing I don't like as well is this. And this is why I think people are idiots. A lot of them. A lot of you watching this, you're idiots. I love you. I love you. I'll take care of you. We can go for food. But you're idiots. Watch this. Michael Jackson is a person I love. Mm. I love him. Mm. I make jokes about Michael Jackson all the time. If his daughter was there and I made the joke, I would understand the impact of it. Of as soon as his daughter leaves, I'll still make the joke. Mm. It is. She, if can, still get the Pinkett, she can still get the joke, though. Still get the joke. Still get the joke. If Jada Pinkett and Will Smith are there, nobody cares about the joke. Do you know why everyone cares about the joke? Because the people are there and they respond. But if they never responded, nobody will care. Do you know why I know that? Do you know how many jokes are made about people and nobody responds and nobody cares? But the moment somebody responds, here comes the fucking emotional Well, the best police. jokes come out of, for me, the best jokes come out of bad times. Mm-hmm. Look, how much times have I been on the pod and talked about some of the mad shit that's happened to me? At the time that this shit happened to me, that was real stuff. We laugh and joke about it now. But you know what? I felt a certain type of way. I was in a pickle. But we could laugh and joke about Chucky, it. Chucky, you know I have flown to Sweden to see my kids. Not seen them. Come back. Told Specs. He said, "I was a waste of money. I yeah, had to laugh. laugh." Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you crying? I didn't see the kids because I got blocked. Yeah. You got a fucking lot. It's funny. And if you, you are in forward. the public like I also yeah, and you're going into a place where there is comedians and you've had certain shit going in your mm. life. As far as I'm concerned, you're supposed to step up with the mindset today. You know what, babes? The joke might be on us today because yeah. we're stepping out today. You get what I'm saying? I was people were talking about me on Twitter the other day. Not me. I'm just saying people were talking about me on Twitter or whatever. I was on the news. Whatever. We're going to a place where there's going to be a comedian. Do you know what? They're on me today. They're on me today. Now I might. Now I might say, yeah. depending on how I feel, I might say, you know what? <laughs> depending on the comedian. And depending on, let's just say if it's a Cat Williams, because I know Cat Williams can just be brutal with it. If I know that Cat Williams, or I feel as though Cat Williams is going to just go to town on me, 
I might decline the front seat. <laughs> I might decline the front seat. I might say, yo, is it all right if you can just put me a little bit? Just so that like, he might give me a light joke because I'm already on his mind anyway. But if I'm just sitting at the front. But he's won an award. All the people that are winning win an award, they're always at the front. Well, then you know what? You have to expect that the joke hold is going to be. Corn, huh? You have to hold the corn. You have to hold the corn. Because his speech to me was very, um, it's very weird. It's very weird and I'll tell you why. Go on. He done this whole talk and he spoke about someone that was protecting his family and all this other jargon. And all I kept thinking to myself was, my bro, you can't protect someone that don't want to be protected. Mm. You're trying to protect someone that's not trying to protect you. And then you're using the example of a man that protected his family. But I tell you what, did he go out of Jada Pinkett? Because <laughs> if he didn't, this doesn't apply to you, Will. It's just a nice example for people to go, yeah, that man was a protector. A How can you? It's a buzzword. How can you go to protect somebody that's not protecting you? At some point, you have to go, babe, what the fuck are you doing? I understand you may feel these things. I may understand that you may think that giving this out to the public may help the world. What I'm saying to you is, what about me? Mm. I'm your husband. You ain't done a film in 25 years. I'm the sole fucking provider right now. Matrix was a long time ago, bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that Jade is protecting Will, personally. No, I hear you. I don't feel like that. I, I could be fucking wrong, Giza. But no, from no, what no, I, I see... I don't feel like Jada's protecting Will. Mm. I'm not saying now Will shouldn't protect Jada, but what I am saying is if any problems come off the back of you not being protected by Jada, you cannot be upset about that. And no one said anything about you. That lets me know people are onto Jada because of her stu stupidity of behavior. No one's onto you, Will. We actually rate you, Will. But do you know where our ratings for you are coming down? You go and look at the stories about famous people in life, Achilles. What killed Achilles? A whatless woman. That's why they call it Achilles Hill. Mm. You go and watch the story of Troy. You go and see the story of Troy. Achilles Hill. Samson and Delilah. Who found out his hair was his strength? I'm saying to you, you let a woman in your life who's not a strong representation of where you should be. These are the problems you're going to have. Future tweeting, I'd rather chill out with Jada. Like, is this the woman you want to raise your kids? Yeah, but look at Future. Exactly. And Future saying he likes Jada. And that's your wife. That's enough for me to go later, Jada. Future likes you. I gotta be honest, you. This is mad. Because I love Future, but I know what Future loves. Yeah, Do you understand where I'm coming too. from? This is bad, bro. But you know what? This is why I'm still. You know what? I, for a moment, I contemplated whether he was still doing that thing where he was like, kind of in character and not even realizing it. You know, like sometimes some people, yeah, when they're acting and they, they tap into something that is like super deep, let's just say for example, you know, a woman, um, she might act, her character has been odd, yeah? And like aggressively. And so they sometimes have to emotionally tap into a certain place to to like be this character. And so, you know, you I don't know if you ever watched like certain interviews of actors and that, but they, sometimes they talk about it. it's very difficult for them to come out of that feeling considering that they've like been tapped into it for so long. When I saw him up there, I was thinking to myself, I found it very difficult to see it as a genuine act of his true emotions. Mm. It was either, I was looking at it either as, this guy is still somewhere in character uh -huh. and has found it difficult to come out of this character. Mm -hmm, yeah. Definitely. Or, 
there's a different type of act. There's just he's, there's a different type of act going on. Can I? Yeah. Do you know what is, the thing is as well? Yeah, I think this anyway. When I see actors accept speeches, I mean accept awards and then they do a speech, I'm like, you know what? Are you actually giving me the real spill here, or are you just acting? Because you lot are fucking good at it anyway. Sometimes it's difficult to tell Don't whether you lot are telling the Don't truth. Don't do that. Don't you lot do just that. come up there and start doing the barling thing. Are you really barling? I think you barl on camera and you was good at it. Chucky, let's tell the truth. Let's tell the truth now. I know 10 men that told me the truth. <laughs> I know 10 men in my phone book. I don't give a fuck who gets offended. I know 10 men in my phone that told me the truth. Go on. I've got about 500 numbers in here. Yeah. I mean, there's 490 liars. Don't tell me because they're actors, they lie. Yeah. Niggas lie every single day. People act every single day. I'm going to an event today for Puma. And there's going to be loads of people there that are going to pretend that they like me. Hi, poet. Thank you for being here. Do you want this? None of you like Big hugs. Big, oh my God, it's so great to see you. When's the last time I saw you? It's the first time I've met you, darling. What are you talking about? So I'm saying we're not going to use that whole he's an actor thing. Nah, because a lot of actors out here, we're just going to say people ain't honest. And when they're backed into the corner, to be honest, that's when you find out the testament of a man. And he was backed in the corner. And all he gave me was talks about famous guys and what Denzel Washington said to him. And all I wanted you to do were to Specs, Tigo and all the filthy fellas is put up your right or your left hand and give me two words. My, My bad. bad. That's it. I would have been like, Will, <laughs> my guy. Well, anyway, do you know what? I don't really fuck with Denzel like that anyway. Why? Keep that 100. Why? Why? Fuck with my man. Talk to me. Disrespect Daniel like that. No, was it? He didn't disrespect Daniel. Who was it? He disrespected it. Denzel? He disrespected, not Daniel. He disrespected. Um, was it Denzel or was it someone else like Morgan was, Freeman? No, it was Denzel. Don't say that. Um, this, what's his name? What's my man's about? name Guy in Snowfall? Um, Snowfall? My brother, the black handsome Don. Not my brother. Yes. Not Damson. Damson. We're not taking it. We stand with Damson. Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? DSS all day, but Damson, Daniel. My man. No, I stand with Damson. Disrespecting. What did he say? Make sure you know you got it right. Because I like. like Man was asking him about Damson, yeah, and he was acting like he didn't know who he was. Oh, I heard. Then he was like on a vibe of trying to little man him on a thing of, you know, you if you want to be. I can't remember what he like said. He All I'm saying is I didn't like the spice in my What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? He said find it. Find it. I'll find it. But along the lines of. I didn't like, like the if, tone if, and the spice in, my, like in Denzel's work, voice. He needs to work harder or he needs to like do more to be known or something. No, but he didn't like, say it like that. All right, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. No, don't even find that. Type in the worst state to live in in America. What? Mississippi? No, no, no. Type it in. The worst state to live in Alabama. Mm-mm. We're getting closer though. Because I know you know what it is. Keep going, my brother. Type in the worst state to live in. I saw it the other Massachusetts. day. Massachusetts. I hope it hasn't changed. Otherwise, this whole joke is ruined. Is it on Google? Big man, if you haven't found it. Massachusetts. Let me go right now. Worst state. Virginia. Worst state in America. What's number one? Washington. So Denzel, your blood clad. I'm going to chat about damn Sonny Driss. You're the worst state to live in. Uh, How they, yeah. dare you get uh, on Damson like that? And the killer is Denzel, I love you. You said so many important things. I want you now, Denzel. I doubt you'll do it because you've had the same woman for years. I want you to pop your right hand. My, my bad. Said that he auditioned for the role as your son, Damson Idris. He said he auditioned to portray your son on Fences. And he is constantly compared to you and went viral last week for, your, for impersonating you. 
How do you feel about that? Do you feel like he's one of the leaders of this new Pull it by the mic. Who, who Damson Edges from Snowfall. He is the... Uh, Alright, pause, 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 pause. I'm looking at the wrinkles in his face. He might not know. You can't. <laughs> no, there was more. There's the next one. Big one. Is that what you gave me? Because that, that's not enough for me to get on him. No, right now, I feel one. bad. There was the next one. I just know we'll that personally, I'm not having no one get on Daniel it. or Damson. Even when I didn't like it, I'll find it. I'm do you know what? You. Do you know what? But Why do I, I care about know. the truth? Not right now. Well, I'm sticking with... Uh, I'm riding with Damson. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I saw Damson 2016. Uh, someone asked him again, but yeah, go on. 2016 flipping wireless, yeah? I cannot lie to you. The guy looked like a star then. I looked at his face and said, yeah, 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 yeah. Mad thing. Mad thing, mad thing, mad thing. His skincare routine. Listen, I want to steal uh, all of it. Um, shout out, Damson. Shout out, Daniel. Have you got howlers? <coughs> Is the sky blue? Oh, yes. I hope it's the one I found today. Fam. Fam. I hope it's that one <laughs> I found today. There's a couple that I've, I've only got the things. I've got two because I didn't know which direction no, to go with this. Do your thing. But I tell you what, I sent some to Chucky, as you know. I always send them to Chucky. I didn't see them. Um, didn't you? No. Of course, of course I sent them to you, man. Oh my God, I sent one there. Where's the other one? I'm going to have to cut all of this out. Yes, yeah, calm. Where is the other one? Damn it. Did I, no, I re Oh, yeah. I, look at me. <laughs> I've got a little thing that I type out stuff and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, Howlers, got all the Howlers from every single week. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you stored them? Yeah, wow. yeah. So I'll just write the date and... All right, so the first one! Yeah, man! How can I pretend I don't have the Howlers? Now, people, I just want to let you know, man, uh, looking after children is very difficult. Yeah. It's not easy. Shout out all the, you know, the responsible mothers out there. Shout out all the responsible fathers. Shout out all the independent individuals that are self-reliant and self-sufficient. Because if you're a self-sufficient individual, what you're doing is you're teaching your children that you come in this world by yourself, you leave by yourself. So always make sure you have yourself. Does everyone feel like that? Apparently Black China doesn't. Black China had something to say. First of all, I don't even know any Chinese people that derive. There's only black people that derive from China in the first place. So calling yourself Black China to me was a little bit of a howler. Then the amount of work you had on your face, you don't even look Chinese no more. <laughs> you might have to change it to Black Vietnam because right now you are not looking Chinese, big man. Black China had this to say. Yesterday I had to give up three of my cars, my reasons, my roles, my beliefs, being a single mother, no support, I'm a mama. Say it twice, so good, said it twice, mama. Now this is my problem with the situation. Everything you've said there is probably truth. But this is where none of you lot are getting away with it no more. We're not being evasive. You hear that, people? We're not being evasive. What didn't you mention? That's the most important thing. Not what you say, what you didn't say. Right. Is it related? Are they cousins? Are they brothers? Is it the son? You let me know. Rob Kardashian had this to say. She said, single, no child support. No child support. Rob said, I pay 37K a year for my daughter's school. I handle every single medical expense. I pay all her extracurriculum activities. I have my daughter from Tuesday to Saturday. Why would I pay child support? Laugh out loud. And then I go, but China, you have two picnic. Tiger came across and said, I pay 40. Rob, how are you saving 3K? And I look after my children for the same time as you. Now this is all I'm gonna say, <laughs> Black China moving forward. If you want child support, 
for looking after your kids for two days a week. You need to go back to year three, and that's a, that's a primary school in this country, and you need to educate yourself. So therefore, when you come out, you might have a bit of emotional intelligence along with normal intelligence. Sure. Because for me, this is one word. It's what wolves do. Howler! It's a howler. It stinks. I can smell it from here. Black China, move to Asia, never come back to America. And furthermore, I'm taking your blackness from you. You are now just China. That is a stinker. Listen, that's mad Chucky, what is that? I, I thought that she hit the belly. You what? She got a Kardashian and a tiger. Hmm. You know what? Go and get yourself a safari. You might be all right. More animals, mm. more animals. Oh. It's bad enough you got a tiger. Now you want to get a safari. Oh. See how you deal with that. Now the next one for me, let me find it. It's particularly smelly. It's particularly smelly. I've consistently said on this show many a times. Why would you join the police force? Why would you join the police force? Yes, that, don't, that hurt. And, and I, that, I, that one stung. Yeah, don't don't jump. Listen, that on camera, still. I can scream afterwards. How you hit me? How the fuck are you? T- <laughs> Wet and bare things. I look, here's what I'm saying to you. I always say, why would you join the police force? And people, I think, have said, like, oh, that's an ignorant comment. My thing is this. If there's institutional racism within the country and you work to serve and protect this country and the country you're protecting houses, jewels and loads of other things that belong to other countries, Commonwealth, and you are protecting that, understand you're serving, protecting the people that you should be actually helping. So therefore, being a police officer within this country is a fucking idiotic thing. I don't care if you like it or not. Why would you serve and protect people? If I went to go and attack the Korean and take the jewels back that belong to Africa, you would have to arrest me. Is that right? Anyway. I hate it doesn't mean wrong. that they would though. Oh, they would arrest me. They have no choice. Otherwise they get fired and they become a police officer to obey the law. And the law isn't about what's right. It's about what's the law in this country. And if I go and attack the Queen to take the jewels back to Africa, I'm in the wrong. And in life, under the eyes of God, that's wrong. So you're either going to do what man does, you're going to do what God does. So if you're a police officer, unfortunately, you've got to do what man does. So God doesn't come into that. I don't want to be right, Chucky. I just am sometimes. But staying with this police officer, because I think he had a stinker, a massive stinker. He's decided to masturbate in the park. You what? Now, it was daytime. It was a park. And he's meant to be serving, protecting. I'm such a prick because guess what? The other day, maybe a year ago, the police officer put all my brethren's in info on the internet. His address, his full name, everything. So here's what I'm saying now, your backside. Here's your fucking number. How about that? 7131. Oh, that's who's... Metropolitan Police, you dirty bastard. Furthermore, I'm going to retweet the video on the day that this comes out. The visual comes out. So if anybody goes, who is Poe talking about? Don't oh, worry, I favourite that, that blood clot. Chucky, look at this guy in the park. Instead of catching criminals, oh, gone now. No, it's not for me. Instead of catching criminals, instead of stopping stuff, instead of helping people, he is out here wanking in the park. Rewind it a bit. Rewind it a bit. He's shoulder shaking in the park. No, with the with the garments on. Yeah, bro. Who's that to Rose Monroe? It better be. Oh no. He's outside. Outside as well, you know. Wanking in the park. He's chilling on the bench, bro. The technique's crazy. Wanking in the park. You couldn't wait to go home. It's a fam. Do you know what? Now I realise, Chucky, you were right. That's that looks crazy. about two thirty-three p.m. That's How the crazy. hell are you wanking at two thirty a.m. Two thirty p.m. Do you know what is even more? Dis- well, no, this is not even more disturbing. But it was like, where was he gonna put the nut? 
<laughs> because on the grass. He's sitting in a yeah, but he's sitting in a position where he could just bust on the garment. What do you say? You're gonna bust on the outfit? That is disgusting. Tell them it's mustard bro. or something. Huh? Tell them it's mustard or something. Oh, oh so that's my two howlers. Yeah, that's, that's, that's problematic. Stuff. That is a joke, fam. And you know what? I was gonna find other howlers, but I couldn't. I did look so for right, them. We're back next week anyway. We're so back good. next week, and more people are gonna get. Oh, should I give it to myself? Why? Why? It was a couple of weeks ago. I basically said Bourne is from Merseyside. It's actually from Nottingham. So that's a slight howler from me. Didn't you correct that already? Did I? I swear you did. So I've got no howler? Still yeah, not. Yeah, 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 you did. You did. I'm soon, sure man. you did. We all have howlers, man. I'll go have a howler soon. But yeah, that's my howlers for this week. Metropolitan Police, stop wanking in the park. It makes me sick. Oh and Black God. China, <laughs> big man. Do you know what my mum said go to get me? Go yourself was... a safari, man. You'll be all right. Mm, my mum said it's even more to me. She said it to all my friends. You got an NI number and you want money? Fine, I work. Right. Black China, fine, I work. How old are the youths now? They're big youths. I don't know how old they are, but I see them sitting down smiling and holding conversation. These are big youths. Right, work on Monday, yeah, at what, 10 till 2. You can find a little something that can, you know what I'm saying? You must have some resources in that that will pattern you up a young 17, 50 an hour on a, you understand what I'm saying? And gal with that type of attitude, I'll ask you one blood clerk question. If you ask, if you love your son, ask yourself, would you want your son to bring you home? Daughter. Goodbye. Oh, shit. <laughs> Well, the fact that she has a kid for two days a week, she should be paying child support, technically. So that again? Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that because you know one thing the world don't really want? Do you know, I'm not even going to talk about it this week, but you know what one thing the world don't really want? What? Equal rights. They don't want it. I'm telling you. They pretend they want it. They don't want it. Why? Because they're not honest. Because I spoke to someone today that said to me, if you took me out for dinner, you've got to pay for my meal. You've got to. Well, I guess equal rights is out the window. The window... Listen, I'm not ever trying to take anyone out with that have that mentality. I'm going to do it. But if you think that I have to do it, we're not going out. We're not going out. I have to. You're not going to bring this I have to around me. Chucky, I said to the girl, uh, people I was speaking to today that one time I took a girl out for food. But I like going for food. I like company. It's not a date to me, but it was a date to her. Fair enough. So I said, oh, let me test this to see what I'm going. Because I don't really know about it. I've never been on a date. In my head, I've never been on a date. I've just gone to places and I'm hungry. Yeah, Come with yeah. me. Or we have big group things. Mm. I paid for the food in the quiet. Then sat at the table. And towards the end, I said, damn it, I ain't got my wallet, you know, babe. <laughs> she said, what are you going to do? She start fart. She said, what are you going to do? Is that what she said? I thought we were speaking French. I thought I was going to hear we. She said, what are you going to do? I lied to the ladies inside the um, restaurant. I said what I did. What I actually did was, I'm just going to leave, man. She goes, what? I said, yeah, I'm just going to leave you, man. You'll sort it out. And I bust out. She was panicking for time before I texted her and said, it's paid for, man. See you later. Yeah, yeah, come, yeah, and yeah. then she goes to me, oh, why did you do that for? I said, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm never going to speak to you again anyway. What are you going to do? Run joke with she me. Couldn't Take even... your card out. Do something. I go, don't worry, baby. She Take couldn't even just do the, you know what? Uh, yeah, right. But well, in the same breath, I've had people take me abroad. But she, yeah, she might have been broke, Bro, though. I mean, she, I'm might I'm Marisha, even, so free. she might have been broke and not known how to say that she was broke. You know what I'm saying? But I, you know what? I mean, if there's ever a guy that you could turn around to and say, you know what? I'm just super low. It's me. 100% me. You can say to me, look, like I would cover it, but I'm just, like, this is really embarrassing, but I'm low. Babes, don't worry about it. It's cool. And what's that called? Honesty. No one wants to be honest. I, Dude, what, I you, know 10 honest what? people in my phone. As soon as it's time to do the split the thing or whatever it may be, girls start fart. They don't want to do it now. 
Yeah. The three anyway. honest people so far. I'm gonna t- I'll tell you the other seven. But the three honest people on my phone right now, I know. Chucky, Scribs, and Whitney. <laughs> them are three honest people. Honorable shout out to them. Scribs, man, pull up, man. What go on? Whitney pull up as well, man. I Whitney, have a both of you, man. We have uh, Whitney all day. She's sensational, bro. Yeah, man. Whitney pull up, man. Pull up. Yeah. Anyway, listen. Um, is there anything anyone needs to know about? Um, there was something I want to write down. You know, that's it. So, GRM Daily have got their five years. Uh, the Mercs and Daily Duppies has come out. The Blade Brown K Trap um, has one has come out. Also, get their new tape joints called and. Um, Getz's one's come out. I see Scorch has got one, so I'm excited for that as oh, well. Oh, are they all dropping some, yeah? Well, Getz has dropped one. Merckson's one was... I haven't seen Merckson's one. I've seen Getz's one. I haven't seen Merckson's one. I haven't seen Blade Brown and um, k Chops one as well. I'm going to have right. to watch those as well. But those are out. Um, I would recommend you go and watch those for sure. Say no more. All right, have you got anything East Africa? Um, yeah, bro. How is that juice? Huh? The juice. I'm so thirsty. It's just filling the space right now. Give me a little bit. But it's refreshing though. I know that for sure. Ooh, this brand here, yeah? What are they called? Who are they? Just Super Plants. Just Super Plants. This is CMOS right here, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I do like CMOS. I put it in my smoothies and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. and it's, it's fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. Honourable shout out to them. Listen, thanks for listening, everyone, yeah? Love. What? Do you subscribe? Well, oh, yeah, 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 man. Flipping subscribe subscribe you know it there you see it there subscribe you know like thing, right? share if you yeah. enjoy this podcast we've got a hundred and something subscribers on this channel we'll do it, we man. do a lot of stuff subscribe watch like just all you gotta do is press the button come on and then knock out enjoy the show bang, bang big so what are you saying you're not coming to um Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.